Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber. And with me today, we have a special guest. It, you've heard me talk a lot about the, the Northern Wrestling Federation based out of Cincinnati. Well, I am very privileged to have one of their top stars, The Swinger. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing great. How are you today? Ah, yeah, doing okay. Doing okay. Um, very pr uh, privileged to have you on here. I was um, when Roger hit me up yesterday and asked me if we could actually do something to promote their their show coming up, which sounds very exciting. And he gave me your name. I'm like, okay, cool. I know who the Swinger is, and I've seen him, and he's good. And if you have not seen the Swinger, you need to. He is very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know. Uh, Roger Ruffin, the owner of the Northern Wrestling Federation, he reached out to me yesterday uh, to see if I was able to do something with uh, you guys for the Summer Sizzler, our event that we have coming up in Covington, uh, biggest event of the year. It's shaping up to be probably the biggest independent wrestling event in the Midwest. Man, I, it sounds like it's just going to be huge, but man, so uh, before we start really getting into that, I want to tell my listeners who may not know who you are yet, and I will emphasize the yet because they will get to know who you are. Um, how long have you been a wrestler? So uh, I started all the way back in early 2012 uh, underneath Roger at uh, the Northern Wrestling Federation, the original Bone Crushers down on uh, Old Coleraine, uh, okay. nestled deep there in uh, Cincinnati. I uh, started training in 2012, and I've been with Roger uh, the whole time. Uh, took some time off with injuries and things like that, but, you know, we're going on, wow, uh, 10 years in a few months. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I guess it will be. We are in 2021 now, aren't we? Yep. Wow. So what was your inspiration to become a wrestler? Because I know my favorite wrestlers growing up, um, but what were some of yours? So uh, the very first memory I can uh in regards to wrestling was King of the Ring, uh, 98, Undertaker, throwing mankind off the top of the cell. Um, I can't remember if my cousin bought the pay-per-view or if we were just watching uh, Raw the night after it happened, but that was literally the first image I saw, uh, that man's body hurling <laughs> however many feet off the cell. I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And I've been hooked ever since. Uh, and then with the Northern Wrestling Federation, you know, they've always been local to the Cincinnati area. I grew up in the Cincinnati area and I was able to watch them as a child. So when it came down to being 18 years old, why not jump with the local independent guys, especially some of the guys there now. Pompano Joe was an inspiration for me uh, yep. in regards to wrestling. Uh, Psycho Sam Cody. Uh, Wildcat Chris Harris. I used to watch a lot of TNA and then also this, uh, somebody who Rogers trained. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that, um, and from so a lot of the people I've seen who Rogers trained, I mean, he does a really good job. And I think you're obviously an example of that. And because I've, I've seen most of the matches, I think I, that I can remember off the top of my head, really, more, the more recent ones with you and Lord Crew. And those matches were just fantastic. And I wish I would have actually had them. Um, I wish I'd actually recorded them, you know, somehow and showed them to people. Uh, but here the past couple of weeks, I've actually uh, had to miss, because uh, I was going to almost every event here recently up until about the past few weeks. Well, I've had surgery, so I actually had to, I had to focus on home for a little bit. But, but I am definitely planning on going uh, to the 
the summer sizzler show and you know, you're talking about roger being your trainer and are you still are you helping train down at bone crushers or are you, you still kind of um kind of maybe have the mindset of okay we're we we never know everything and we're always training we're always learning do you kind of do that as well yeah so it's uh i didn't have that mindset for a while uh but here recently, uh, at the beginning of the year, I started uh, stepping back into training at Bone Crushers again, uh, getting my licks in when I can. But now, more recently, uh, I'm starting to work with some of our younger generation, our future stars, and the people who are just uh, starting with our Bone Crusher uh, training center. So I, not only am I training, but I'm also being a trainer. Uh, so you do have to have that mentality now of can never stop learning. Oh, that's the truth. And, and that's just life in general as well. And when you stop learning, you're just looking to become complacent. Exactly. Yep. So, uh, and at the summer sizzler tour, summer sizzler tour, the summer sizzler event, uh, you're, you're going against Andrew Reed and what brought that about? Yeah. So, uh, it'll be, uh, Andrew Reed putting up the dream house title, uh, against myself uh when i first came back post covid i want to say that was either february or march of this year in covington um i returned against andrew reed for the dream house title um i came real close this close and then joshua stuck his nose in it that's um, right cost me the match and then actually a couple of weeks ago at one of our bone crusher events uh where we actually have met our training center I met uh, Andrew Reed again, one-on-one, -on -one, and I beat him. I technically beat him. Uh, Joshua had to get involved again, blindsided me after I did a really cool move off the top. They stole my thunder, so I get the call from Roger Thursday night that um, I'm signed, booked. I have a title match and a chance to get back at Andrew Reed. So hopefully, you know, that third time's a charm. Come home with the belt, a little bit more uh, money from the win purse. Uh, so uh, what other title have you gone for? Have you actually held any of the other titles? Yeah, so uh, two-time NWF tag team champion. Uh, okay. Most recent time was with the bronze guy, Danny Todd. Okay. Uh, we, we were the bronze swingers for all of 2019. Unfortunately, um, he blew out his knee and is unable to wrestle anymore. Oh, so, but uh, yeah, I used to just be a tag team specialist, just coming up and uh, gritting my teeth and grinding my teeth through uh, the NWF. But now that I'm focused towards singles, this is, you know, one of the first times I'm going for a singles title. Okay. Well, I mean, I definitely wish you all the best of luck. It'd be nice to see you, you know, holding a little bit of gold there. Thank you. Um, Me too. Yeah. So, um, so besides the, uh, the NWF, uh, do you wrestle even like just spot shows for any of the other companies that are around here? Cause I've noticed that some of your, uh, your peers, I, I have noticed that they are shown, um, they may be doing a couple of shows here and there for, uh, some of just the other local promotions. Do you do that as well? Uh, no, not at this time. Uh, right now, I am completely with the uh, NWF, Northern Wrestling Federation out of Cincinnati. Um, I've done some stints in the past with uh, places like Rockstar Pro, uh, 
DCW, which is Dynamic Championship Wrestling, which is a little further north up in Ohio. Um, And I've bopped around here a couple of times, but honestly, there's no one else that I've worked since uh, COVID. And then probably when it starts relaxing a little bit more, I'll venture outside of the little tri-state bubble. But for the time being, I'm just going to stick right here within the little loop. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I, like, like I said at the beginning, I mean, I, I've enjoyed your matches because uh, I mean, so I know you're really good, and I'm, I definitely think that you know you'll go even beyond Cincinnati if you choose to. You know, so I, I think you you are going to be really good. And some of the other matches that I'm seeing, I'm just looking at the, I guess the flyer uh, right now. When we have speaking of Joshua, he's going against Rex, and I don't see anybody listed as being with rex i find that kind of interesting because normally rex has a little sidekick with him it is it's very interesting and honestly looking at every match that's been announced i do not see adam swayze on this card not at all i don't see adam not at all i have every match announced right now out of all 12 i do not see adam swayze's name his face I don't see him on the poster next to Rex. I see this as Rex versus Joshua. And has Adam cashed in the golden ticket yet? No. Right now, the golden ticket is in uh, Adam Swayze's possession. So at any given time, he could cash that in for an NWF heavyweight championship match. So you have to think that he has to be in the building or at least close by. Oh, absolutely, especially on a card this big, the biggest one of the year. Right. Man. And the steel cage match, Big Mama and Nikki Victory. I And I missed the last event in Covington. It's the only one I've missed this year. But I have seen all the buildup leading to this. You know, be, well, before that, um, before the last match I missed, that what I'm looking forward to seeing as well because I know they've been – yeah, they, they've had their differences lately because I was there the first time Big Mama put Nikki Victory through the table, and that's when Selena Dean cashed in. So not only did she turn her back on her, she cost her her title. And, is, oof. and then to put them in a steel cage, and I, I do realize there's a, there is a physical size difference, but you know what they say, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog exactly and you know what i i'm when we're talking about dogs i why else do you need a steel cage keep two rabid dogs inside these two are going to maim each other there might be a size difference between big mama and nikki victory but like you said big mama cost nikki victory her title she was the first ever nwf women's revolution champion she broke her heart, broke their friendship, and cost her the title. So these two, Steel Cage, if I'm correct, this is the first time it is an all-women's Steel Cage match. And it would be the first time an all-women's Steel Cage match main event in NWF card. And I am oh, really wow. happy to see this at the biggest night of the year for us. Mm, that That's going to be a good one. And... And just going through, man, every single one of these matches are good. Wildcat Chris Harris and Nasty Russ. I, that's going to be brutal. It is. Uh, 
last month in Covington, I uh, the whole locker room emptied out. And at the end, they both had nightsticks, ready to swing at each other. I think Nasty Russ took out two young boys, a part of our future stars. Um, <laughs> but we had to separate the two. And it's – I don't know what a nightstick match is, but I have felt a nightstick from Wildcat Chris Harris. I this is going to be the hardest hitting match of the night. It is going to be violent. And mm. as always with these big nights, Nasty Russ is the one to watch. He always puts on match of the night, but Nasty Russ is going to do something out of this world. I have a feeling. Uh, so I, I basically need to have, be ready to start recording something whenever they're coming in there is what it sounds like. Instantly. I, I can't stress this enough. Nasty Russ is one of the best wrestlers in all of the independents at this time. Uh, he's known as a tag team wrestler outside of the NWF, but Nasty Russ has such a mind for that ring. He can pick anybody apart and seem, he might have Wildcat's number. And I, like I said, I don't know what a nightstick match is, but I'm, a, I'm going to assume they're both <laughs> going to have nightsticks. They're going to be legal. It's going to be one you can't miss. And, you know, for to say Nasty Russ is one of the best, you know, maybe the best one there, that's actually saying something definitely because of Wildcat Chris Harris's experience. Correct. I was oh. taking nothing away from Wildcat, multi-time right. NWA, TNA tag team champion, uh, multi-time NWA uh, I believe he had a couple of singles titles there, multi-time NWF champion, tri-state champion. I, Wildcat is one of the best ever, but Nasty Russ is one of the best now, if not the best. Mm. And I'm looking at the next match. It's Ace Austin against Pompano Joe. And I've seen Pompano Joe. He's one of the most seasoned veterans in there. And he always puts on a good match, and he's always going to be a tough opponent. And Ace Austin... And it's saying Impact. I'm guessing, did he come from Impact? Yeah, so Ace Austin is from Impact Wrestling, uh, I believe a two-time former X Division champion. Uh, Ace Austin is bopped around here a little bit for Rockstar Pro. I believe he's actually come here a couple of times. Uh, But to see a high flyer who's quick and exciting like Ace Austin to go against a seasoned vet like Papa Nojo, who can do anything, yeah, in yeah. that ring if you want to see lucha if you want to see high flying if you want to see some crazy hardcore brawling uh you know Papano joe and i just had a match last week in ludlow um took each other to the limit you know unfortunately he beat me but Papano joe is so good in that ring at doing anything him and ace austin are going to have it's going to be between that a wildcat against Nasty Russ as match of the night, and that's I can guarantee it. Yeah, and you seen that on paper? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I was thinking the same thing. That's a toss up right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. And I'm looking at the tag team championship. Oh, and it's a street fight. Lotus and Star Rider because they are they the former champions now. Now the former champions, uh, Wolfman and Mad Dog, uh, they were able to take the titles late in july over at swine city brewery in fairfield um wolfman and mad dog have been on a tear ever since they've been extremely violent um between shows at bone crushers covington they've just become these ruthless dogs just 
they're more of the rabid dogs, you know, I bring them up earlier. I regret that because now these two are uh, just a pack of rabid dogs. And now that we have a street fight with Lotus and Star Riding looking to get their revenge, where pretty much everything is legal. This one's going to be fun. This one's going to be hard hitting, but this one's going to get wild. And if with it being a street fight, I have a feeling the people in the crowd need to be very careful, be on their toes. Uh, be on your toes, but make sure you've got your cameras out because it's yeah, you're not going to want to miss any minute of any of these matches. This is going to be one wild night. Mm. And the ladder match, and two of my sons, actually his favorite wrestlers, uh, DC and Kimba, going against Alex Hayden and Sinclair Octavius Bentley. And I will say this about Sinclair for a man his size, he can do moves that he really has no business doing for a man his size and he pulls them off and it's amazing looking it really is yeah sinclair is somebody i started with um he started rest, uh, training before i was um but he's somebody that i've always been in the ring with trained with he's how do they explain it he's you're not ready for it he's so quick exactly. he can get in there and be smooth he'll trade some strikes with you and hit you real hard with his kicks you know there's times he's mm. just blown up my ribs and my chest area where i can't breathe with his kicks but then out of nowhere he'll you know do a little flying move off the top rope and just squish your guts and it's he's he's so versatile he's he's deceptively quick too yeah uh, and and like i said he's not a small guy and of course, then you have DC. DC's a big dude himself. DC, six foot four, six foot six. I have Ooh. no clue. 300 plus pounds. Him in a ladder match is one of the scariest things because I don't know if he's willing to go over the top on that one and go up on that ladder. Maybe he's the one that gets frisky enough to make it his match because that's the big thing here. Not only is his title on the line, that tri-state belt. But his $5,000 that he rightfully won a couple of months ago in Covington, so all of his money, all of his title on the line, DC has to go completely out of his way on this one. Man. And I think he has a great partner, too, in Kimba. I remember uh, first time I saw Kimba was a couple of years ago here in Mount Orb. And I talked to him afterward. And I was like, dude, I said, you're good. I said, you know, just keep keep up what you're doing. I said, I, and he was only, I think, like 20 years old at the time. Yep. And, oh, man, he does good flying moves. And um, I could see him definitely going, you know, some big places. And, you know, and we're, we're missing Alex Hayden. I haven't even mentioned him yet, you know, but I can't, I can't, you know, keep, leave him out of the mix. You can't. So to go back real quick on DC and Kimba, Kimba is a great young talent. DC is a great young talent. Uh, together they're the native sons one of the best tag teams that are growing and they just started they've got years ahead of them uh, like you said they're just barely into their 20s they have a whole future ahead of them but on the flip side of that you have alex hayden the veteran of this match this yeah. man has been here for years and knows his way around the ladder match knows his way around the ring knows his way around tag team matches I thought I was a tag team specialist. That man is a tag team specialist. He knows it in and out like no other. And he's going to be the wild card in this one. 
And there's another match which I am missing on here. In fact, I'm going to have um, you may have to jog my memory a little bit. It's the one I think it has a lot of the future stars, but it's a match I've never heard of a match like this before. It's an elimination match, but it I know it has Noah Gabriel. He's one of the people in the match. Um, I'm at, I'm just going to have to go to the Facebook page. I believe I, I've got it right here. If, it's, if you have it up. I ahead. do. It's the unified title match, and it is for Colby Kane's title. He'll be defending it against the Warlock, Jack Phoenix, Joe Pro James, and Noah Gabriel in a five-way elimination-style match. Wow. <laughs> and you have to tag you have to tag your way in tags are the only way you get in and if that this is an nws classic it's been a while since we've done it this is normally something we'll do in a tag team situation but as you can see there's no tag teams here this is all individual competitors so instead of your standard uh every man for themselves first one to get a pin wins no it is elimination style two men start and to get in the match, you have to tag yourself in just like a tag team match. So there's going to hopefully keep everything intact and we won't have any issues with too many bodies flying everywhere. But five ways, you never know how it can be with these young kids. They're hungry and they want to prove themselves on this show. Oh, yeah. And I've actually had Noah Gabriel on the show uh, on this show in the past. Uh, it was before one of the events in Covington. I think it was the second or third event once um, everything opened up at, from COVID. And, but I could tell Noah, he, uh, he's another one. He, he's hungry, like you said. And a few years ago, I remember just seeing him. He was just an announcer. And then, of course, there was no matches for a long time. And then when he came back to Mount Orb, and it was when they had the Future Stars Battle Royal, and he had bulked up. And he was one of the final two in that battle role, him and Chris Demise. I'm like, ain't that the same guy that was the announcer before him? And he's put on some muscle. Mm -hmm. like, I'll tell you that right now. Noah is very impressive. And I'll tell, I can go ahead and spoil a little secret for you right now. Every training I'm at, he is hitting the weights with Wildcat Chris Harris. So he is going mm. directly to our veterans, finding out how to wrestle better, how to bulk up, how to become a true wrestler. So he has grown from that just an announcer role to where instead of being the voice for the future, he is now a future star and he is a major candidate in this match. Oh, absolutely. And I did see the, that's the last event I went to was the one at Jake Sweeney in the parking lot up there. And there was uh, two females that apparently it was both of their, their debuts matches. You wouldn't have known it because they were both really, really good. And I wish I could remember their names. In fact, I could probably, I could easily find their names, but. And you know what? If you don't mind, I'll go ahead and use that as a segue to our next match. Oh, uh, go ahead. We have here. Uh, so you are talking about two of our future stars, brand new women division participants, Riley and Breezy. Yes. They both yes. debuted at Jake Sweeney for our future star show, and they will be, in our women's revolution title match, which is now a scramble match. Selena Dean will defend her title against Ella, Anika, Ooh. Riley, 
and Breezy. So we will actually have a scramble match for the Women's Revolution title. That one is going to be fun, fast, and chaotic. I am excited for that. Oh, my. Uh, because watching Riley and Breezy during that match, because it was Roger who told me right there. He said, yeah, he said, both of them, this is their debut match. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. I said, they are, you wouldn't have known it because they were both really good. And they both had a lot of support um, out in the crowd. So they, that was just amazing. And to see now I'm going to be able to see them again, plus Selena, plus Ella, plus what was the last name you said? Anika. Anika. Anika is one of our other future stars. You don't see her in the ring as often. She's normally managing Chris Demise, an icon. Okay, I knew I recognized the name. That's right, because she's from Dubai. They're supposed to be, you know, that's what they're you're saying. She's from Dubai. And I'm like, really? Okay, cool. It works for me. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> uh, if, if, she, if she's going to say she's from Dubai, who am I to say any different? But I don't, I have not actually seen her wrestle, though. I've only seen her manage. So that's going to be a first for me. You know, so. Yeah, I personally have I've never seen her wrestle either. Uh, but she will be uh wrestling that night. I'm not sure if that's her debut or not. I believe she has been on a couple of future star shows in the long past um okay either earlier this year or late last year. Uh but yeah, like she's she's been mostly on managerial duties with Icon and Chris Demise, one of our tag teams in the future stars that's really starting to come up now. Um, are Icon and Chris Demise, are they on the, the show? Icon and Chris Demise are both on the show, and Anika will actually be managing them against the Natty Boys, Roger Ruffin's favorite tag team. The Natty Boys. The Natty, he said it himself on Bust and Loose, his favorite tag team ever, Dustin Jobs and Stewie Staggs, the Natty Boys. And oh. they are coming back to Covington, take on Icon and Chris Demise, and what I... <laughs> You know, I've had my history with the Natty Boys. I can never tell you what they're going to do in there, but it's going to be a fun time. Oh, that's <laughs> that's going to be fun to watch. And, yeah, thank you for filling me in on some of the matches that I haven't actually seen listed between the Flyer, and I've been trying to keep up with everything. I missed last week's Busting Loose. I need to go back and watch it because right now it's so ignorant for not already watching it. Uh, but is there any other matches that neither one of us have mentioned yet? Yeah, so we've added six matches in total this past week on Bustin' Loose. Uh, we also have a couple of clips from our most recent Future Star show from Bone Crusher. So on our Facebook page, you can watch Bustin' Loose or get caught up on everything you need. But another match that we have just announced is Titan. The returning Titan is taking on Future Star Juice. Oh, my Lord. Uh, yes, you'll see something more recently. Uh I don't know if you've seen it in general in the past couple of months. Titan has been just showing up and bullying all yeah. the kids of the NWF. I did see one of the nights in Covington. He did that. And uh, Juice, I've actually said this. I've never seen a wrestler on the Indies with a fan following the way he has. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah, Absolutely wild. It really is. It's and, half of it. Like just half of the section one time, half the section of all of Covington um where we walk out so if you were to divide it in half just one whole side there's nothing but juice shirts yeah the shirts the masks I, yeah I, he he'd be the uh the old record for delaying our uh intermission <laughs> <laughs> 
he's so popular. Oh, that's time. awesome. We waited way too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Juice is taking exception to Titan. He's going to take Titan one-on-one. Uh, they're at Summer Sizzler. And then I believe we have one more match. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a fallout from our most recent uh, Future Stars event. Jimbo and the headline Sean Evans will go one-on-one to determine the number one contender for the unified title. That'll be good. And I think Jimbo, I've I've never seen anybody so excited. Every time he gets in the ring, he just looks happy. Like, and he just gets the crowd going. He just loves it. And you can tell. So happy. And these are two big men. They're going to just bring it with everything they've got. And honestly, what was it? Just Saturday, they were in a no disqualification match that I heard got way out of line and very violent very quickly. These two are going to lock up again, one-on-one for the number one contendership for the unified title. Oh, wow. So this, this is a stacked card. It really is. It is. It's a stacked card. And I don't know what else to really tell you guys. We have uh, some of the best talent coming in from Impact. You know, we have former NWA TNA tag team champion, uh, Wildcat Chris Harris. We have these young, hungry kids. I uh, Half of this card, uh, 75% of this card is under the age of 30. Wow. Under 10 years of experience, a lot of hungry people are getting ready to show out for this night. And it's going to be the hottest night of pro wrestling. I think that's why Roger wanted to call it the summer sizzler. I, I can see why. <laughs> because it will sizzle. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And, man, you know, now all my listeners who actually aren't from around Cincinnati, in fact, my co-host, Dwaylon, he lives all the way down in West Paducah, Kentucky. So it's about a five-hour drive for him if he were to be able to come. Um, but if he can make it, I'm going to encourage him, dude, if you can get up here, get up here. And and he and I have actually, we've known each other since high school when we graduated 30 years ago. So we've been wrestling fans for quite a long time. And this sounds like something that is a can, cannot miss. And I've, I've been making sure people know, but even non-wrestling fans, like, y'all need to go check this out. Because not only with the wrestling matches, I'm seeing you're having games advertised. Yeah, that's the other thing. So, like, this is a huge stacked card. If you're an independent wrestling fan, if you're a wrestling fan at all, you want to come here because not only are you going to see some of the greatest talent of the future of independent wrestling and professional wrestling in a whole, you're also going to see some of the greatest talents now, some of the greatest talents that have ever existed. Um, but we also have more of a uh, – we used to run an event every year. It's called FanFest. We want to do a little tribute since we're not able to this year, a little version of FanFest, if you will. Uh, So the doors are going to open at 4 p.m. at Summer Sizzler, and we're going to have some games. Uh, We're also going to have some interaction with wrestlers. Uh, I've heard we weren't going to be bringing back our uh, baskets. These baskets are going to be through a raffle. They should be customized. You might see things from different wrestlers, different sponsors, just depending on who all wants to get involved. We'll have some different prizes to win. Uh, but like I said, the wrestlers will be out playing games, having fun and interacting. And the one thing I was told with my invitation from Roger was I have to be ready for the tug of war. This is going to yeah. be one of our signature events that we've always done at every fan fest. And Roger wants to make sure that we have another great tug of war 
as he puts it, he's going to take all of the bad people in the locker room and take all of his good people in the locker room and put them head to head in a big tug of war all across hits. Mm, and you've got some pretty big bad people and you've got some pretty big good people. Oh, yes. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so folks, if you're listening and you want to know more information about this, it's Saturday, August 14th at Hits. Hits yep, Indoor Baseball in Covington, Kentucky. Yep, 3785 Lake Park Drive in Covington. And I have been there, and they always have good seating for everybody. There is not a bad seat in the house. or really not because I've actually sat in what's considered to be the very back row, and it's still you're right there with the action. And to have all this extra with the games, you get to actually interact with the wrestlers. That's to me, that's amazing. You don't see that ever. And this no, is a great opportunity. It is. This is a great opportunity. Um, you don't really see that. And, you know, unfortunately, at most of our events, we only have that little bit of intermission time, which at the most could be 10 minutes. And 100 different fans want to interact with the same person. And you right. don't get all the time these two hours before bell time, we're going to open up hits. We're going to have some interactions, have some games going. Uh, I've heard there's candy. I've heard there might be food, drinks, of course. Uh, but all of this for what a normal ticket is going to be at an NWF show. Uh, so, well, as of right now. So right now you can get your tickets in advance for $10 on nwfwrestling.com or you can get it at Disc and Dat which is in Florence, Kentucky. Uh, but $10 right now will be $12 at the door. And this is for several hours of great wrestling action and great interaction uh, with fans, wrestlers. Roger might even come out and shake a few hands. <laughs> yeah. And for the folks who haven't actually met Roger, he is a super guy. I've, you know, I've talked to him you know, a few times. And a super great guy. And you want to talk about someone with a wealth of wrestling knowledge because he's, oh. he's been to the big time. He, he was a referee with the WWF. Not even, I mean, back in the day, he, he refereed WrestleMania eight. So the man's been there. He, he's been there, done that. And now he's bringing it all back to us. And I enjoy it. So, uh, so as far as you're concerned, if somebody wants to get hold of you for bookings or actually if they want to do kind of interviews, uh, there, Mr. Swinger, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, so one of the easiest ways, uh, it's on my butt when I wrestle. It's my Twitter handle, at SwingerFits. Um, <laughs> that's where you'll be able to find me on Twitter. You can DM me directly there if you ever want to interact. But also, if you want to uh, reach out for bookings or any kind of formal request through an email, it's bookswingerfits at gmail.com i try to keep it all the same since i've paid enough money to have it across my butt on my spandex <laughs> um but you can find me there on twitter instagram you should be able to plug it in on facebook and it should pop up with the swinger page so you should be able to find me on most social medias that is going to be that's okay i'm going to be laughing about that for a while you paid enough money to have it on your butt i mean what else am i going to do with it? i'm stuck with it <laughs> <laughs> and when you say Fits, is that with an S or with a Z? It's with a Z. So S W I N G E R F I T Z. All right. And fortunately, I do have you following 
uh, the Armchair Booking uh, Twitter page, at Booking Armchair, because at Armchair Booking, somebody's squatting on it. No, that's the worst. Yeah, so I had to take it. But So do you have any other information, any kind of last words, any messages for anybody before we uh, bid each other farewell? You know, I can just tell you right now, once again, this is going to be the hottest night of wrestling. And to make a plea in regards to what wrestling fans want now, Roger Ruffin is presenting wrestling in the most purest form in the way that it was in the 70s and 80s in America, where it's all about fan interaction. It's 100% about the fans. This event proves it. So I would bring your family come out, have a good time and wreck with some of our wrestlers, but more importantly, have a great night of wrestling. And afterwards, um, I think I do have to plug our sponsor wings and rings. We do have an after party at wings and rings and Crestview shopping center, um, Crestview Hill shopping center, but you can interact with us there as well. So it's going to be a whole night dedicated to fans from 4 PM. When those doors open, we're going to have a great time interacting with each other. 6 p.m. We're going to throw down and have the greatest night of wrestling you've ever seen. And then if they join us all at Buffalo Wings and Rings afterwards, they can buy me a drink because I'm going to win that title. There you go. We'll all celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that sounds great. And one thing, uh, like you mentioned, I forgot to say this before, the NWF has a very family-friendly show. And so that's to me. that to me is very important. Uh, just like my show was very family friendly. I, I forgot to even mention that to you at the very beginning. Um, but we're family friendly because I think that's more inclusive than some of the stuff that may be shown on a certain company here lately on SmackDown. I'm like, I don't want to have to explain what Roman Reigns just said to my 10 year old. You know, so I think they're kind of taking things too far. For, so I'm very appreciative of the NWF being very family friendly when it comes to that, because that's the way the wrestling was when I, when I was growing up watching it, because I, I started watching the Mid-Atlantic wrestling. The, you know, before it even became Jim Crockett Promotions, but it was, they ran it, but that's, but it was Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. And right. yeah, so, um, yeah, so, I, so I, I'm, I like the old school. I like the, the old style that Roger puts on. And for anybody out there, uh, even if you do prefer the new style, maybe it's because you don't know the old style where it started, because like you said, that's wrestling in its purest form, you know? So, but on that note, uh, Mr. Swinger, I will go ahead and, I will bid you farewell and I will um, see you probably. I hope we may, maybe we'll talk before then, maybe not, but hopefully, you know, we'll definitely get a chance to interact at the Summer Sizzler. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely see you at Summer Sizzler. All right, dude. We'll see you. See you, sir.